You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of A Word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can and in many ways as we can in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleyEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397 and we'll be happy to receive your gifts. Today you're about to tune into our Sunday, April 16th. 2023 service here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. And we're in a series of what to do when your life is utterly destroyed. And today we're going to focus on the concept of you have to keep listening. Keep listening. So now, without any further ado, let's get into Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen and praise the Lord. We have a few announcements before we get into the Word today. We want to encourage the saints of God here at Bethlehem Baptist Church and beyond to fast and pray with us this coming Friday, April the 21st, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. As we fast for our prayer list, the devil is busy, but God is real. Amen. Amen. And one of the ways we fight the spiritual battle is we fast. And when we have to take it to another level, we fast and pray. Amen. Uh, so in the, past, in the pastor's text, I want you to intercede on behalf of those that are on our list and on behalf of our church. Amen. Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. And also we are excited that uh, it's coming. Uh, the 16th anniversary of myself and my lovely wife, Kimberly Eton. We are so excited Amen. about what God is already going to do that Sunday. Amen. Amen. Aren't you happy? Aren't you glad? Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. We got a young preacher that's going to come in the 11 o'clock service. Right. <laughs> he young, but he ain't that young. <laughs> and then our dear son of Bethlehem is going to come, Pastor Michael Ford from the Community Baptist Church there in Norman, Oklahoma for the 3 o'clock service. So we are excited about what God is going to do on that Sunday. I want you to fast and pray for that as well. Amen? Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. Today we're continuing in a series that I've entitled, What to Do When Your Life Has Been Utterly Destroyed. What to do when your life has been utterly destroyed. We're standing on John chapter 16 all month long, verse 3. 
Jesus said, these things I have spoken unto you that you that ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. Jesus said that in this world we're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And this month we're going to learn from Jesus and the disciples what to do uh, when your life has been utterly devastated. And, and all month long, I want you to keep, I want you to keep. First of all, I want you to keep the Lord. All right. Hello, somebody. Habakkuk teaches us that in the midst of trials, in the midst of times that we don't understand, even as we went through it in Sunday school, that we've got to keep the Lord. Amen? Amen. And uh, we want you to keep loving. It was the love of God that led uh, those women to, uh, to the grave site that morning. I want you to keep learning, keep learning. It was the word of God that they should have stood on that would have enabled them not to be so impacted by the trial that they had went through. Their life was utterly destroyed because Jesus had died, but Jesus had told them on several occasions, but they weren't listening. They weren't learning. So keep learning. Keep listening. When you're going through a devastating time, keep looking for the Lord Keep living for God. Keep lurking over his word and keep the lessons from his word. And to this morning, we're going to tell you just to keep listening. Keep listening this morning. Keep listening. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 17, verses 22 through 23. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Let's read this together out loud at the same time on three. One, two, three. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, the Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord this morning. We want to tell you to keep listening. Keep listening for every trial that you go through. There is a word from the Lord. But you've got to keep listening. And you've got to keep listening even though God is trying to teach you something that you don't want to learn. And what most Christians in this life, we don't want to learn that we will go through trials. This is not a prosperity preaching church. We like to preach the word of God so that when you do go through your trials, you will be prepared to endure. So you have to keep listening to God because Jesus told them long before he would die, he was trying to teach them. He was telling them. And in this text, this is the second time that he told them that he would die. And, and this is what he did. The predict, he predicted the deliverance. He predicted the death. And he predicted to the disciples. Yes. We want Christians to know today to be prepared for the trials of life. You can only be prepared through God's word. You can only be prepared for the trials of this life through God's word. Uh -huh. We're going to look at this uh, 
brief video, and then we'll get into the word. As the time drew nearer for Jesus to face his enemies, the people who didn't like or believe in him, he began to tell his friends that some hard things were about to happen. We have to go to Jerusalem, he said. Yes. I'm going to be arrested there. And some people will say terrible things about me, things that are not true, and I will be killed by the Roman soldiers. But then Jesus reassured his friends with a wonderful promise. Don't be afraid, he said. Don't give up hope. This is not the end. After three days, God will raise me up from the dead, and you will see me again. When Jesus' friends heard this, they were shocked and sad and scared. They didn't want anything bad to happen to Jesus. One of his friends, Peter, was so upset that he began scolding Jesus. What are you talking about, Peter asked him. You don't have to go to Jerusalem. You don't have to die. You don't have to face your enemies. Stop saying such awful things. Peter didn't understand that Jesus had to stand up for who he was and what he believed in. <coughs> Peter wanted Jesus to hide, run away to stay safe, or somehow use his power to destroy his enemies. But that was not what Jesus had come to earth to do. He had come to love everyone, even his enemies. So Jesus stood up to Peter and said, No, Peter, you need to listen to God and not to evil. I'm not going to run away from what's right. Don't tempt me to choose the easy way out. We need to think about God's ways, not our own. Yes. Then Jesus turned to everyone who was listening and said, If anyone wants to become my followers, they must deny themselves, take up their crosses and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of God's good news, we'll save it. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. We always like to put the maps out just to kind of see where Jesus was during this time. Last week, we were in Jerusalem. And we saw everything that happened in Jerusalem as we celebrated Easter. But this week we're drawing back to learn from the disciples whose life was utterly destroyed by Jesus' death. And their lives were utterly destroyed once again because they didn't listen to the word of God. And as a result, we're drawing back, and the text tells us that, he's, that, 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 that they were in Galilee. And this is Galilee, Samaria, and Judah. And they were in Galilee, and we assume that he was there in Capernaum, um, because that's where Jesus moved his, home his hometown to after he left Nazareth, because he couldn't do great miracles in Nazareth because the people were too close to him. They knew too much about him. And he had to move uh, his headquarters and 
There were great miracles, uh, so much that Jesus said that if people believe uh, that, that what happened down here, the people up here would get saved had they seen. But the people were hard-hearted, and uh, they, like us today, they don't fully listen to the Word of God. Come on now. Hello, somebody. I said fully listen to the Word of God. We like to listen to the cake of Christianity. All right, come on, that's it, yeah. We, we like to hear about the miracles of Jesus. We like to hear about his power, but uh, we never want to hear about this first point that God says can happen to a Christian, and it can happen to a Christian because it happened to Jesus. Yes, yes. Um, and the first, that, first thing we see is that uh, the prediction or the predicted deliverance. Mm -hmm. And when we think about deliverance, we're thinking about being delivered from something. All right. Yeah, come on now. Help somebody. Lord, deliver me. I'm in trouble. Lord, yes. deliver me. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. But most of us never pray for this kind of deliverance as opposed to being delivered Oh, from, uh, oh, do we ever ask God to deliver us to something? Yes. Hello, somebody. Yes. And Jesus made this prediction uh, long before their lives was utterly destroyed. Can you imagine Jesus seeing all those miracles and everything that he did and not fully listening to his word? And then all of a sudden, Jesus is turned over and he dies and he's dead. And they didn't listen to the word of God, so that their life was just utterly destroyed. Just utterly destroyed. Somebody I'm, I'm talking to right now, your life has been utterly destroyed. We in this church have been going through some hard times and some hard seasons, and, and we're looking at some stuff that's happening in our families. We're looking at some stuff that's happening in our bodies. We're looking at some stuff where it seems like the devil is foot loose and fancy free and he's, he's winning right now. Hello, somebody. At least we think he's Thank winning you. right yes, now. Yes, yes. Hello, somebody. Oh, I heard somebody say that even when I lose, I win as a Christian. Hello, somebody. Ah, <laughs> yes. um, and Jesus was trying to tell him that even when I lose, I win. The Son of Man is going to be what? Delivered from the cross, delivered from the surgery, delivered from the beatings, delivered from hell, somebody. He, he was what? He was delivered into the hands of men. Being delivered to somebody sitting here right now. And you're praying God to, oh, to deliver you from the trials. Deliver you from the uh, temptation. Deliver me, Lord. And God says, yes, I have. I delivered you right to where you are right at this yes. time, right at this moment. I put you there. Yes. You have been delivered too, but you're praying that you get delivered from. Come on now. Now why do I want to deliver you from something that I led you to? Oh, that's good. Yes, sir. Until I get the purpose out of your life that I want out of your life. Well, come on now. Hello, somebody. Has anybody here had God to change their life? They delivered you to some things. My whole life was upheaval. Oh, I was in Dallas, Texas at the 
going back to church loving every minute of it, Reverend. I was sitting on the front row and yes, I get sir. to hear some of the best preaching in the land. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And God, what? He delivered me from there to First Abilene and then Paul's Valley. Hello, somebody. He delivered me to something. Hello, somebody. Because he had a will for me there. Don't you know in the midst of this trial, in the midst of this tribulation, that God has a will for you there. And this is really the cake of what God wants well, you to do. On, <laughs> we talked about Sunday, or Sunday school, about how the Sunday school teacher didn't ever want to get that liver. Hello, somebody. Like his mama. He liked his mama's cake, though. Hello, somebody. That's how we are with the Lord. Hello, somebody. Oh, we don't want the Lord's liver. Hello, somebody. Oh, we, we don't want the Lord's. Oh, vegetable diet. We don't really want what's good for us. Don't you know God is saying this trial, this tribulation is good for you and those who are around you. Don't you know that Jesus was born to die? And because he was born to die, he was delivered to the hands of men to do the very purpose for which he was born. Don't you know right now, in the midst of your trial, in the midst of your tribulation, you were born for this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ooh, that's Good. deep, isn't yes, it? God delivered you to it because he wants to get glory in your life. Yeah. As we say in Sunday school, don't be tempted, oh, to get up on God because he delivered you to something. Yes, Ooh. yes, that's good. Come on now, Pastor. Yes, you ain't going to get this on television. Well, well, come on now. We want to be delivered from all the trials, all the tribulations. You know what you're longing for? You're longing for heaven. Yes, yes. And Jesus said, in this or on this earth, you're going to have trials. That's what he so said. So why do you get so upset? Oh, and so surprised when somebody you love dies. Don't you know the word of God says it is pointed for all of us to die? Don't you know the word of God says precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of a saint? And you all said, but God says precious. Well, come on now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we, 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 one of the most exciting things that can happen in any family is the birth of a child. We get so excited about the birth of a child. We have all kind of celebrations about the birth of a child. Don't you know when a saint dies, it's like heaven's birth of a child. And God is throwing all kind of parties. Tell well, somebody. Yes, yes, but you down here on earth mad at God because your mama died at 119 years old. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, Jesus has predicted that we're going to get, we have to go through some stuff here on this earth. And what you're longing for is heaven. And many Christians don't even want to die to get to heaven. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? Hello, somebody. <laughs> but, 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 but Jesus predicted this. He was trying to prepare them and he's trying to prepare us oh, for, for the liver of Christianity. You're going to have trials. Hello, somebody. But they wouldn't listen. They wouldn't listen. What does the word of God say in Luke chapter 9? Let these words sink into your ears. Jesus was trying to tell them. Let these words sink into your ears. I'm trying to tell you what is about to happen. Let it sink in your ears. The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of man. And this is Luke chapter 
prepare them from the very beginning for their time so that they would be able to send on the word of God. But they had selected listening. Hello, somebody. Right, amen. Selected listening. We got to hear the whole word of God. In Jesus' name. My God said, keep listening. It's dangerous to miss a Bible study. Yes, it is. Because you might have the word that you need to stand on for what God is trying to prepare you to. Jesus predicted the death. He said, they will kill him. He told them they're going to kill him. That's what he said. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. He, he said, this is going to happen. He told them. But the disciples just thought he was being morbid. Like sometimes y'all think I'm being morbid when I talk about this. <laughs> More than no, I'm trying to prepare you. Yes. What did it say? The, the, the disciples were filled with grief. Filled with grief. They ain't even died yet and they filled with grief. Come on now. Eat that song. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Had they been able to stand on the word of God, they would have been able to stand on the word of God and say, yes, he said he's going to be delivered. He said on the third day he's going to rise. So we, he said that they was going to kill him. And as a result, what we need to do is we need to be waiting at the grave site on the third day. Yes. We need to be tailgating yes. for the yes. Lord. Yes, yes. Hello, somebody. He predicted his death. He told him, and this is long beforehand. And God is trying to tell you something right now. In this life, you're going to go through some stuff. Matthew 16. Oh, to which I would have shared on Wednesday. Oh, it says this. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples how, much, how he must go to Jerusalem. They went to Jerusalem and suffered many things at the hand of the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes. Many of us, hardest time we have in this world is with religious folk. Hello, mm. somebody. Well, come on now. The religious folk gonna kill you. Religious folk gonna cause you to suffer. And, and the people of God, they just had no clue like some folk have today. Come on now. Because they were enamored by that temple. Yes. They were enamored by the crowd, all that went to that temple. But that temple was utterly corrupt with other corrupt people. And Jesus was about, oh, to have it destroyed. Yes, sir. yes he was. Yes, and for, 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 for some of the disciples, they must, they couldn't understand it. They didn't have a clue. Wait a minute. The elders and the chief, these folk are going to be the ones. And the scribes going to be the one that kill him. Yes, yes. Hello, son. He tried to tell him and that, that he must, what, be killed. And he said, what? And on the third day, yeah. he raised from the dead. He told him, yeah. in this life, you're going to be delivered to some stuff. Hello, somebody. And before you get delivered from, you must do what God tells you to do in that instance. And at that time, we're going to have trouble in this world. But Jesus said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I met them in all the time, all the time in their marriages. Because they say, Reverend, my wife ain't doing this. My wife ain't doing that. Oh, Reverend, I can't stand my wife. I want to get a divorce, Reverend. I can't stand my wife. And I always tell them, God told you to love her as 
Christ loved the church and gave his life up for the church. That's what he did. That's what you need to do. Your problem is you too savage. Well, come on now. Hello, yes. somebody. Yes, you want to be delivered from, but not delivered to. Hello. Yes, and your problem is, is that you refuse to die. Tell him, go ahead and die. He says, brother, I'm dying in this marriage. I say, go ahead and die. <laughs> but don't stay dead. Hello, somebody. God got you got power to raise you up again. Yes, sir. To new life. Well, and Jesus Christ. Hello, somebody. He predicted, he predicted, he told them that, that what they was going through, they weren't listening, they weren't hearing, they weren't listening. That's why I say this morning, keep listening, keep listening. And he told them exactly, I mean, he told them exactly what, and he said, he will be raised to life. He said, they're going to kill him, but on the third day, he will be raised to life. And how did they respond to the word of God? They were filled with grief. Wait a minute. You got the victory and you filled with grief? Hello, somebody. You know why they were filled with grief? They only heard this first part. They stopped listening. Right, all right. Good. After that, yes, sir. Did you hear nothing? You heard the first part. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's good teaching. Hello, somebody. Don't don't just hear the first part. Some some folk uh, ask, should you should you read the Old Testament? Well, the Old Testament is the first part. The New Testament is the second part. Part. I think you probably need to listen to it all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think you need to study it all. I, 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 I think you need to manifest the word of God in your life because it's trying to prepare you for where you're about to go and what you're about to go through. And if you listen to the word of God, exactly, you'll know what to do. You have a problem in your marriage? Oh, God don't tell you to go to divorce court. Hello, somebody. You stand on the word of God yes, and obey his word. I'd rather be obedient to the word of God and stay in a turbulent marriage than, oh, to be tempted to follow the ways after the devil and, and be out. Hello, so I have to suffer the consequences for not obeying the word of God. There are consequences. Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. You only heard the first part. You've got to keep listening. Keep listening to the word of God. He's trying to prepare you for victory in this life. He says, in this world, you're going to have trouble. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world with Jesus. You don't know what's going on in our world today. Oh, we just celebrated, oh, two years. Uh, uh, commemorated two years. Uh, oh, the war against Russia. Oh, we, we, we just commemorated uh, 10 years of the bombing there in Boston. Oh, uh, God, don't you know what's going on? on, there's been earthquakes, there's been floods, there's been fires, there's so much tornadoes that's going on in it, and plus in my in my family, we've lost one, two, three people, oh, I'm sick, oh, and the doctors are testing me, trying to figure out what's wrong, I'm sick in my body, the ones that I love are sick in their bodies, it seems like this world is falling apart, Jesus said, you're going to have trouble, but be of good 
church here. I have overcome the world. That oh, I'm going to rise again. Hello, somebody. Don't just listen to the first part. Listen to everything that God has to say. He told him. He was trying to prepare him. He was just trying to tell him. Matthew chapter 20, verse 19. And will, and, and will he, uh, 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 and will deliver him over to the Gentiles to be mocked? Hello, somebody. So, uh, in other words, he told them it was the religious folk that was going to do their thing, and then he's going to be turned over to the Gentiles. And what will the Gentiles do? They're going to mock, they're going to flog, hello, somebody, and crucify. Hello, Rome. Come on. Hello, somebody. Religious people came against him. Rome came against him. But he told them again. Yeah. Whoa! And on the third day, he will be what? Raised to life. Oh, it may seem like uh, that the whole world is coming against you. Oh, you may have had uh, a Job-like experience uh, where all in one day, everything began to fall apart. Uh, oh, and it seemed like uh, that there is no hope. Uh, oh, the religious folk uh, are coming against you. The people at work uh, are coming against you. Oh, your family are coming against you. These trials uh, are weighing up. Uh, in my body, I'm sick. In my body, it seemed like uh, everything is going against you. But God says uh, to be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And you better learn how to hold on to your hope uh, and believe and show belief. Uh, I believe. Oh, that my redeemer lives. And that I'm going to see him. Oh, in the land of the living. I ain't got to wait to see him. In the by and by. I'm going to see him. In the land of the living. Yes. You may be going through some stuff in your life. Yes. Oh, London Bridge. May be falling down in your life. You may be experiencing your own personal Oklahoma City bombing. Oh, tornadoes. May have gone out. Floods and fires are raging in your life. But God says today to you all well, oh, that I have overcome the world. Come on, I have given yes, you the power yes, oh, yes, to sir. live and fight. Uh, come I on, have yes, in Jesus. Hold yes, your own church yes, in a time of trouble. Yes, Don't yes, be tempted to give up on God yes, in yes, Jesus' name. Jesus. Give God a hand yes, of praise yes, in this place. And Jesus' name. That's why the devil tried to get you cut, cut off. He wants you to not come to church. Yes. He wants you to not come to Sunday school. Right. What an encouraging word in Sunday school. Yes. Oh, he wants you to not oh be involved in Wednesday Bibles. He wants you to not oh be in personal study on a daily basis in his work. Oh, because if you're not listening to God, you're listening oh to the devil. Let me tell you, if you're not listening to God, you're listening to the devil. Hello, somebody. You want to get depressed? Turn on the evening news. (laughs) Hello, somebody. Because that's all they do is give bad news. 
somebody, everything is bad news. Yes, bad sir. news. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But what is the gospel? The good news. Yes, sir. I was talking to my wife this morning. I said, every news station has a bent. Fox News has a bent. It's really they're giving opinions and not reporting the news. CNN has a bent. ABC News has a bent. And they're all bent towards bad news or fake news. Yeah. All right. Hello, somebody. That's right. Who does that sound like? Bad news or fake news? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sounds like the devil to me. All day long. Because all he wants to do is to kill, steal, and destroy. Bad news and fake news. Oh, the fake news the devil's trying to tell you is that you're not going to make it this time. Oh, he knows you have a history with the Lord. He knows that you've been delivered from some things uh, before. But he says this time, you're not going to make it. That's a lie from the pit of hell unless God says it. Oh, hello, somebody. He'll give you fake news. He'll make you think that your life is over over nothing. Come on now. Hello, somebody. Have you ever did that? Have you ever did that? I've done it before. Y'all can say, we got to run some tests. Something looks funny. We got to run some tests. Yes, sir. And I'm about to die. Oh no, he running at all. You gotta put me in this put me in this little thing. I'm laying down right. <laughs> and I come back and they say, we ain't found nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're killing your fake news. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. Yes. You got to keep listening to me. Hello, somebody. Yeah. What he has to say. What he has to say. Yes, sir. Keep listening. Yes. yes. And Jesus. Jesus. All eyes closed, heads about saints of prayer. Father God, we come right now, just wanted to intercede on behalf of our, our body here, Father. For the devil has been footloose and fancy free. He has, he has done his thing, Father, in our lives. But we don't look at him, Father. You, you said in your word that in this world we will have trouble. But be of good cheer that you have overcome the world, Father. We want to send on your words and know, Lord, that it may be an uncertain time. Oh, Father, that you have overcome the world in Jesus' name. And we take encouragement and we send on your word, Father, in Jesus' name. And we leave here, Father, with the victory. Victory, Father, in everything that you have delivered us to. We want to glorify you in it. In Jesus' name. Jesus name Father we even decide to pray the prayer of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego we're we're not going to bend the knee and even if you don't deliver us we're still not going to bend the knee we will glorify you and everything that you placed in our lives everything that you delivered us to we're going to glorify you father in Jesus name we're going to glorify
glorify you. Be of good cheer, Father. Help us to be of good cheer. For your word says that you has all you have overcome the world. In Jesus' name, help us, Lord, to keep listening that we might be prepared for the trials in life, that we might stand on your word of God, Father. In Jesus' name. All eyes still close, heads about. I want to take this opportunity to share something I've shared over and over and over again. But perhaps you only listen to part of it. And God wants you to listen to all of it and respond to his word. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you're here today, you don't ever remember a time where you believed in Christ. You don't ever remember a time where you asked Jesus to come into your life for the pardoning of your sins. If you don't ever remember a time where you prayed for Jesus to come into your life, where you prayed, oh, and believed that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day. If you've never believed, never remember a time, I'm not saying, oh, that you remember being baptized because you got to believe before you be baptized or else it doesn't have any true meaning, do you? You right now need to give your life to Jesus Christ right now. If so, you've heard all of it today. Then come forward and, and, and we'll lead you in a prayer of salvation. Is there one today? Is there one? You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, 
And we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry if God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give. Visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.